What up, YouTube? What up, Podcast Nation? Cy oh my gosh. Cypher Nation, stand up. It's your boy, Cypher the MC, the Muhammad Ali of MCs. Back with you once again. Welcome to the Into the Cypher podcast, where we are on this journey. And I say we because I'm on this journey with you to be the best version of ourselves. So if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for downloading. Got some new stuff, new tidbits here and there for you. If you're new to the YouTube channel, drop a mic on the like button for you, boy. Hit the subscribe as well, so you definitely will be uh, made aware of when I drop another video. All that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and before we get into today, today's topic, you know we got to get our disclaimers out of the way. We got to get our disclaimers out of the way. Alright, so I'm not a relationship expert. Nope. I'm not a family therapist. I know I say a, some variation of this each and every week, but I'm not, you know, a psychiatrist or a psychologist of any kind. You know, I'm not a sex therapist or anything such as that. I don't have a, 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 a master's or a doctorate on my wall from Harvard. I am just a regular, just a regular, say it with me now, a regular Joe Schmo. Just a regular guy giving you the benefit of his experience, just as well as different perspective. Maybe something you know different to look at on how we approach things, how we deal with this thing called life. So now that we got that out of the way, all that good stuff. Today's topic: you got the old school mentality versus the new school mindset. Now this is just a generalization. I may delve deeper into it uh, a little bit down the line. Delve, I say. Your boy is using his SAT words, people. I may delve into it a little bit more, you know, on a micro level, but just looking at it from a general perspective as far as how one generation differs from another generation. Not really how, but where we clash. I consider myself, for example, an old school type of thinker. You know, when it comes to education, when it comes to respect, when it's when it comes to these kids, come on now. When it comes to these kids, because they are the next generation, we should be training them up, right? You know, um, versus what we see now as far as the new generation and just where things are now. Some some may look at it and say, "Hey, this generation is in a good place." They're doing much better than the generation before them or the two generations before them. Some may say, this generation is jacked up. Like, what the hell is going on? But I'm taking it from a perspective as far as the differences. Um, and then we can just kind of take it from there and see where this thing goes. Cool? Alright then. Let's get into it. So like I said, you know, and when I say uh, old school mindset, we're not talking about 40s and 50s and 60s. I will go back to maybe the late 70s, uh, 80s and 90s for the most part. Because that generation pretty much are the parents to the generation now to a certain extent. You know, you have your late teens, early 20 year olds who are, you know, or who should be learning about life, learning what they want to do in this world. Finding out who they really are, what they want to be, you know, not not as far as career-wise or anything such as that, but finding out what their purpose is, 
you know, we wouldn't want them to go 10 years and, you know, they get into their 30s and just finding out who they are. We want to at least put them on that path. But let's go for the old school thinking for, for the most part. Let's look at this old school. What was what was it about? It was about respect, you know, respecting your elders, respecting those around you, uh, respecting yourself, you know, standing up for what you believe in, things of that nature. Um, loving yourself, loving your family, discipline. You know, I'm, I'll get to the discipline, you know, later on. Um, <laughs> but it, that was what the, that old school mentality taught, at least for me, you know, hearing, you know, your, your uncles and, you know, those guys that, you know, fought in in wars or, or at least were in the military and things of that nature and came back and they were a little bit hardened and stuff. They were, you know, this is what you're supposed to do as a man and this is how you handle yourself. This is how you respect people if you want to be respected and things of that nature. Now it's kind of... You, you you don't have the same type of respect from the newer generation when it comes to how they respect the older generation. You know, I often hear young people, you know, even replying to, you know, we as adults with, huh? What? No. Yeah. What? Oh, that would not fly. 20, 30 years ago, they'd be like, what, excuse me? No, what? No, ma'am, no, sir. Yeah, yeah, what? Yes, ma'am, yes, sir. It was an immediate, it was an immediate uh, correction. It was immediate correction. Um, I need for you to address me as such. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you. Please, it, it's like a lot of kids still hold on to their manners. Now, this is not, uh, again, I want to make sure that this is known because you do have, you know, certain ends of the spectrum here that, you know, these, these kids will fall into. For the most part, a lot of these kids are respectable. They are, they do say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. They do have manners, they do have their morals. This episode is merely kind of, you know, shining a spotlight on that part of that section of that generation that does not and the question is why because the funny part is your son or daughter that is respectful they will have maybe at least one or two friends who don't respect don't show the same type of respect to their parents so how do they form some sort of bond how do they form some sort of friendship and stuff as far as oh my gosh well, wait a minute you're friends with so-and-so, but he's going to tell his mom or his dad when he's going to be back in the house? Shoot. You tried that 20, 30 years ago. You would have found your things outside. There would have been a porch filled with your favorite toy, the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip or He-Man, whichever one you wanted, uh, your blanket, your pillow, and a note saying, uh, since you think you've grown, here is this luggage with all your belongings. Uh, make sure you return this when you find a new place to live. Because there are rules in this house. It would seem too harsh in today's society for a lot of the old school heads, the old school parents, to enact this type of teaching or this type of parenting. You remember a couple of years ago, there was all of this upheaval about spanking your child and disciplining your child and things of that nature. Even the Bible says, 
And you know, I don't normally just incorporate the Bible in the talk here, but there is an influence there where it says, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Okay, that means if you don't discipline your child, you basically are spoiling them and you're going to send them into the world with the inundated reasoning that there is no consequence for any action that they have. Oh, I didn't, you know, my, my father didn't spank me. My mother didn't discipline me. I could do whatever I wanted to do. You know, you know, I'll, you know, you, you often hear parents say, well, I allow them to, you know, find themselves and to, you know, figure out who they are. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with allowing your child some leeway as they grow, because that helps their growth. They have to kind of figure out who they are. They have to discover what they like, what they don't like. I'm all for that. As an old school type of guy, yay, I'm the type of guy that, you know what, there comes a time where, you know, I have something that can benefit you. Um, I need for you to listen. I need for you to adhere to what I'm telling you because I'm here to help you, not harm you. I'm here to teach you, not you know, uh, keep you cooped up in a certain way of thinking. I want you to grow, but I don't want you to grow too fast that you basically outgrow your mind. See, your body's gonna grow in time, but your mind mentally, intellectually, has to catch up to the way you grow physically. And that's what a lot of the new generation, to me, it doesn't seem that they're getting that information. And the sad part is, that the previous generation of their parents, they want to be friends with their child. That to me is a no-no. You are the parent of that child. You're not best friends. You can hang out, you can go shopping, you can play ball together and catch and go fishing and, and do all of these things that a lot of parents do with their children um, as a parent. But when you start allowing certain things and your child thinks and talks to you as their friend versus saying, hey mom, hey dad, there's, a, you know, there's something I want to talk to you about or there's something that I want to kind of address. You know, do you have some time? And you know what? Yes, I do, son. Yes, I do, daughter. What's on your mind? That is how that should flow. It shouldn't be like, you know, oh, you know, you know, I want my son or my daughter to drink with me. I wouldn't want them to drink with anyone else. You know, if they're going to drink or smoke, I want them to drink or smoke around. What? I highly disagree. I highly disagree. Now, of course, that's just my opinion. That's just how I feel. And we'll come right back after a message from our sponsor. Are you someone that is ready to strike out on their own and get their first apartment? You and your roommates are all ready and set to go to live the good life and pretty much get your life started? Or are you about to leave college and looking for a new place to live in a new city with your new degree? Well, guess what? There's a company called Credit Rent Boost that will allow you to get credit for the rent that you pay and get it reported to the credit bureaus. This will not only allow you to boost your credit, but also set you up long term so when you are ready to make your first purchase as a homeowner. So give them a try. CreditRentBoost.com and you can use promotion code OVM24522. 
it may be the best decision you ever made. I cannot get enough of that guy's voice. It is something. But the fact of the matter is this. You are the parent. Point blank period. That does not mean that you pretty much are your children's friend. They have friends for that. <laughs> they have friends for that. Now, you have your parents that want to be the cool parent and let their child do whatever because they want to stay in a good favor with their child. They don't want their child to close them off and, and, and end up a statistic because, oh, uh, we had a bad relationship and he wouldn't open up to me and he wouldn't tell me what was going on and blah, blah, blah. If you establish a connection with your child early, and when I say early, I mean when they're able to walk and talk and speak and things of that nature, when they are capable of even simple understanding, they become dependent on you teaching them because there's so much that they do not want to know. There's a certain way that you want to foster their growth. So that way, as they get older, they will know, hey, if I don't know the answer, I can go to mom or dad. If I don't know what choice to make or what choice is best for me, I can go to mom or dad. If I want a different suggestion or maybe a different pair of eyes on what I am doing, that maybe there's a circumstance or a consequence that I may not be thinking about, I can go to mom and dad. Now granted, there will be certain times when your son or your daughter will go to their friends first to see what they say and all that sort of stuff and they may come at to you afterwards and that's just natural. That's just natural. The stance that I'm taking here is, as a parent, you should not be on the same level as your child's best friend. Your child's best friend is just their best friend. Should be the number two or number three after mom and dad. Should not be a toss-up between, you know, my best friend Dalton and my mom or my dad talking to them about whatever. See, the old school way of thinking was, if you have a problem or an issue, you come to me. There was no, well, I'm here if you need me. No, it was, you come to me. It was kind of a directive. Whatever issue you have, you come to me. No matter how bad it was or how bad you thought it was, you come to me. You talk to me. You bring it to me and we'll handle it then. If it is something that you did, you made a mistake, okay, let's address that, we'll talk about it, and we'll see where you could have done something differently, and then we'll see where you are mentally as far as why would you choose to do this versus what you were brought up to do. It could be something new, okay, we never discussed that before, you didn't know what to do, hey, we'll cross that bridge and we crossed it, and you made a mistake, we'll see what we can do to kind of make sure you don't go across that same, you know, uh, bridge and, and issue again. The new way of thinking, the new generational thought process is, you know, it's almost a realm of invincibility. I'm sure that we all have had some sort of, you know, oh, I'm young and, you know, I, I'm gonna almost live forever or, you know, something that, along those lines, you know, 
you know how kids are where you know don't they don't think anything can happen to them or whatever oh i'm a child you can't do this you can't do that i'm a child and in today's world you know even that sort of innocent approach has been removed and been taken away but there is still a kind of lackadaisical approach to life and decision making by the new generation that the older generation kind of we just shake our head they're like why what wait, wait a minute wait a minute why would you even consider doing that for example i'm gonna give an example because i like to use myself as an example or you know any information that i've uh, or experience that i've come across i like to you know shine a little light on it there uh, but for instance during my time you know uh, in, in school and things of that nature, yeah, teenage pregnancy was, um, you can say it was, it was an issue because, you know, you're in high school, you're, you're, your, home, your hormones are raging and, you know, um, social, you know well, social media wasn't really a thing back then. You know, we're talking about the 90s here. You know, you know, the media portrayed, you know, sex and love and, 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 and lust and just threw them all together and tried to make a cake out of it and it looked weird, but people wanted to try it anyway because, oh, it was different. Oh, it was bold. And you had, you know, teenage pregnancies in schools and things of that nature. So you saw it and pretty soon it became, instead of a made-for-TV movie type of Oh, there's so-and-so. Oh, you know, she's pregnant and stuff like that. She's only 16. It became sort of, sort of a norm. I'm not sure. I'm not in high school now, so I don't know if it's of a norm right now. But you do see a lot of young ladies who are having children of their own at a very young age. You know, late teens, early 20s. And they have not yet experienced anything of life. They have not yet crossed that... You know, hey, what, what, what do I want to do with my life? What career do I want so that maybe one day, once I have a family, I can say, hey, you know, I have things in order. I don't have to worry about this, that, and the third or whatever. I've established myself to whereas I've been working for five or six years and, you know, I have some sort of career or, or something along those lines. I've experienced enough of life before having a child of my own versus having a child of their own now and they're having to work and they're having to kind of take whatever job and now they have to worry about a babysitter and then paying for that babysitter and when that babysitter will be available and things of that nature and, and making sure you have enough food and, and wipes and pampers and it's good to have family, trust me. It's good to have family to have your back. But now what? The family still has to do what they have to do in their own lives. So now they have to incorporate more of what you're doing. So now it's not like you're just on an island by yourself. You do have help or assistance, which you should. We all need that every now and again. But the old school mentality versus the new mentality is, is more accepted now. It's like, oh. Oh, you're having a baby. Oh, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. But the question at some point is going to come back. So what are you going to do? I guess I'll have to find a job. You know, the child's father is going to have to find a job. Whereas the old school mentality is, okay, we're going to help you. You're going to finish school. 
and you're going to you know further your education so you'll be able to provide for your child you won't want to be sucked up into the everyday rigmarole of going from job to job oh i don't like this job and things of that nature oh this job is paying 50 cents or a dollar more oh i'm gonna go to that job and you know that's you're not making that much money you know plus it's getting taxed a difference of a dollar i mean come on really you know and that's just how i this is just how i process things we can agree to disagree regarding that but the fact of the matter is the new age way of thinking from for this generation is it's more of an acceptance that hey it happens you know you know you know people have kids and you know whether they're young old whatever the case may be true it happens but the timing at which it happens that plays a part in where you go from here as an individual as an individual so let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube are you more of an old-school thinker when it comes to you know uh, you know respect and education and discipline or are you more of the new age kind of uh, thinker you know as far as those same things you know which way do you go which way do you go uh, let me know you know hit me up on Twitter hit me up on Instagram as well cypher the MC C Y P H E R D A M C the Muhammad Ali of MCs you know Muhammad Ali of course but Guys, thank you so much for dropping in, tuning in as well. First and foremost, before we leave, before we get up out of here, if you are a model or looking to getting into modeling or even photography, if, you, if you're trying to get some photos taken, you have a uh, maybe a photo shoot coming up, or you want to get some family photos or things of that, just holla at my boy, David Losey. Hit him up on Instagram, fifth underscore business. That's fifth like one, two, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth underscore business on Instagram and uh, let him know that you heard about him on the Into the Cypher podcast and he will take care of you. He will make sure um, that he can definitely assist you there. He's located in uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina, Fort Mill, South Carolina. So if you're in the Charlotte area um, or, or the upper regions of uh, South Carolina or anything such as that, Hit him up and he'll be more than happy to assist you and take care of you. And as always, before you love anyone else, you must first love yourself. And I am out this thing. Cypher. I will not lose. Your life.